Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Mark Miller. Mark, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. Excellent. Let's do this. Mark is the founder of Career Pivot, the premier career website for those in the second half of life who want to start planning their career and stop reacting. And he is the host of the Repurpose Your Career podcast. I'm excited to have you on. Mark, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure. Um, yes, I'm a recovering engineer. Yeah, there's a 12-step nice. program for that. <laughs> I spent most of my first part of my career in high tech, IBM, uh, two successful tech startups. In between the two startups, I worked, I taught high school math in inner city high school, and I um, was a corporate fund. I built a corporate fundraising program for the Jewish Community Association of Austin, which I commonly joke being a non-Jew, being the face of a Jewish organization is interesting. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But... So what I did in much of my career is I constantly changed careers. Uh, I joke I'm on my seventh career. And I've had various different times in which I have had major events, like in back in 2002, um, I was working for a successful tech startup, and I came down a hill on my bicycle with my bike club, and I slammed into a uh, 96 Toyota Corolla head-on where our oh, combined yeah. speeds ex- our expe- speeds exceeded 50 miles an hour. Ugh. I spent five days in the trauma center. I tore up a knee. I broke a hip. I dislocated a shoulder, broke a bunch of ribs, broke the clavicle. I had imprints of the pads of the helmet in my head. Hmm. But I had no internal injuries and no brain injuries I'm willing to admit to. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Well, I, they had me walking on crutches in three days. Wow. I was back in a bike. I was back in a bike in 10 weeks, flying okay. back to China in four months. And, oh, by the way, I flew right smack into the middle of the SARS epidemic. Mm. That is what I, what I refer to as one of my WTF moments. <laughs> and and I that's when I said, okay, that's enough. And so through I, I have had impeccable timing. I wrote out both recessions at successful tech startups. And it was back in 2009 when the idea for Career Pivot came about when I was watching at my job club, which I was affiliated for over a dozen years, watching our meetings grow to 400 and 500 people every Friday and almost everybody was over 50. Wow. And it's like, okay, who's who's taking care of these people? Who's looking at it? And the answer was, well, no one. We were all supposed to retire. Right. Well, by the way, 80% of my generation, and I turned 63 in another month, uh, 80% don't have enough money to retire. And so it starts looking at what are we going to do? And it's a matter of making, well, what I've always found I've done in my career, in every career shift or pivot I've made, has been a half step career. It's been, I had one foot in the old world, one foot in the new world, and there was always a relationship that took me across. And so in 2011, I left my last corporate gig, in which hopefully will be my last corporate gig ever. Right. And in 2012, I launched the Career Pivot brand and website. Uh, 2013, I published the first Repurpose Your Career I'm, uh, book. I'm about to come out with a third edition uh, in September. 
And um, we've been kind of moving along ever since, uh, kind of creating direction for those who need to keep working and uh, in, in need to essentially possibly go do something else because, as you know, the world is changing fast. The world is changing fast, and uh, and there's 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 a lot there to unpack, and I think it's it's such an important thing, an important work that you're doing of helping a lot of people who I don't want to say that that I I, I don't know the west the, the the best way to put it, but to your point, there are the, the you, you had these meetings of four and five hundred people. And there was nobody really there to to give a lot of assistance. So I, I don't want to say that it's this huge group of people who people aren't paying attention to, but but they do need guidance, right? They 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 need help making purposeful decisions on career and lifestyle. Yeah, there's no question that one of the things that's happened is I I've got a whole chapter in my book next book on creative destruction. We are seeing creative destruction. We are seeing industries disappear left and right. We are seeing job categories. We're seeing new job categories grow up. And put it bluntly, many of us will work into our 70s. Right. And the question, and very likely, it won't be at a, quote, full-time employment. What, you know, I, I now have an online community that I'm, I have in beta right now, and one of the common themes is everybody wants freedom. They want freedom to work on what they want to work, when they want to work on it, and how hard they want to work on it. That freedom is more important than the money. And it's, it's saying, well, how do I do that? Uh, one of my mantras is I was raised to be an employee, to go work for a father-like company mm-hmm. that would take care of me. And after 30 or 40 years, they would, I would ride off into the sunset with a pension right. and, and retire. Well, I went to work for IBM, or as I joke, I went to work for the board. <laughs> I was assimilated. Right. Resistance was futile. <laughs> and, and I worked there for 22 years until they screwed me in my pension. And I left, and I joked the fact that three-quarters of the way through, they moved my cheese. Right. And the goodness is, throughout my career, I have always moved on my terms. That's not how I was raised. That's not how most boomers uh, were raised. We were supposed to be loyal to our company. Our company was going to take care of us. And we know that that world is gone. And so it's a matter of taking responsibility for your career and then start going, oh, let's go do something else. And the number of ways that you can make money right now is just phenomenal. In fact, I just have, I have my buddy Gene who came on my, my, uh, I, I do these weekly community calls over Zoom. And Gene is 71 and she started a fulfillment by Amazon business. Her first product is a pierced earring back, not the earring, but the back for women with sagging earlobes. Mm. By the way, those are sold on home shopping networks. And she hooked up with a community that taught her how to do this. And by the way, um, uh, this is, you know, she's getting the products sourced in China. 
and she's selling it on Amazon. And you're going, what? You can do that? And the answer is, yeah. I think that that's you know, I'm, amazing. I'm publishing right? my, right? Well, I'm publishing my fourth book. I run Amazon ads for my book. Uh, I do it all myself. You can do that? I can do that without an agency? The answer is, yeah. There's enough training out there to learn how to do all of this. And so... I, mean, I, I do. I, I think it is. I think it is legitimately amazing that that anybody can really do anything that that they necessarily can 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 put their mind to and dream about, and that makes sense to me. I'm I, I'm 40 and I love learning new things. Now, my father-in-law, I think was was maybe I, I would say that he is the opposite. So if he's listening, hello, um, and he'd probably agree. <laughs> and um, I don't know that that if I said, hey, you can start selling things on Amazon and get products made in China, he'd look at me like I was out of my mind. So how do you, like, where, where's the middle ground there? How do you coach people up to, to get them over the hump of, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an employee, and now all of a sudden I'm, I'm going to start doing this non-traditional thing? Well, number one is, I call it, um, many of us suffer from what I call MSU disorder. Okay. And MSU stands for make stuff up. Mm. Um, you can take stuff and replace it with a four-letter Germanic word. <laughs> and by the way, we all do it. And we all have these belief systems. And what we have to do is slowly break down those belief systems. And usually by showing you someone who looks, tastes, and smell like you, who's doing it. And these are not outliers. It's also changing uh, your perspective. Um I, one of the guys in my community is 68. He spent almost his entire career in state and local government doing policy. And he was a um, CEO of an association of realtors. He wasn't making a lot of money, but it was, uh, the realtors were driving him nuts. Mm -hmm. So what is he doing now? Well, what he's doing now is he working three to four days a week as a small business development center uh, advisor. Uh, and that's kind of a bridge position to kind of help him figure things out. He's teaching one course and is at his at University of Maryland online. So he's not going on a campus and he started up his, uh, his consulting business and we're helping him kind of walk through that. And he's suddenly realizing, oh, I don't have to have just one source of income. Hmm. Oh, I never realized you could do that. And it's slowly getting, seeing other people. And one of the reasons I formed the community was to get people to meet one another and going, oh, these people are all have the same problem that I have. Maybe we all can help one another because everyone's got a different skill set. Because one of the things you will find is when we go through these challenges, it it feels very lonely. Right. I'm the only one. I'm the failure. I got laid off. I was in a business that died. I was in an industry that died. Oh, my gosh, what do I do? And the answer is there are other people who are reinventing themselves just like you. And it looks very different. You know, just like what right now, I'm I'm in Ajijic, Mexico. We're talking over Skype. 
I'm standing in my closet, <laughs> you know, in my mate, my made up sound studio. Yeah. Um, I've got a $60 ATR 2100 microphone on a boom and we're recording a podcast that anyone could listen to. Well, sure. Why not? Yeah. No, I think it's amazing. <laughs> right. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And we largely do this over free software. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I, I, and I, so as as you were talking, the light bulbs in my head were sort of turning on here, and that's sort of what it sounds like is really important to help people to identify and help turn the light bulbs on for them to see what's possible. And the idea that and the fact that if you are in a position where the rug gets pulled out from underneath you or whatever the circumstance might be and you're feeling very lonely and you don't have support that can be this death spiral I have to imagine because I believe that we do find meaning in responsibility and meaning in work and so the answer to that and I think the answer to so many of the problems we have is community. And so that you've been able to develop that where people can go and connect and say, okay, well, that, that guy or that lady's not that much different than I am. If they can do it, maybe I can do it also. Yeah, we are all facing different challenges, whether it's, you know, our industry's dying or where there was a ProPublica article here recently that said those over 50, over half of us will be forced into retirement, not by our own choice. And i.e. we're going to get laid off and it's going to be a hard time finding another job. And in, and to some extent that is not also not by our own choice because we're going to take care of a spouse. We're going to take care of a parent. You know, there is all kinds of things that you can get in our way. And then you start going, okay, then now that someone's moved, my chief do about it. And, you know, for myself, one of my belief systems was, uh, I was, uh, when I graduated from college and I went to work for IBM, I became an actor. I played roles. And by the way, I got really, really good at playing those roles. <laughs> I, I, I was a geek that could speak. Right. I spent 30 years being on stage, being a trainer. And by the way, what I found was when I finally hit my fifties, staying in character was exhausting. No doubt. Cause you know what? I'm a big type introvert. You would never know that if you met me, I can work a room like with the best. I'm a phenomenally good public speaker. And by the way, when I walk off stage, I'm exhausted. I'm toast. Right. I have to learn to better take care of myself. And by the way, I don't do nearly as much of public speaking as I used to. Uh, by the way, when I went to podcast movement a couple of years ago, one of the things I noticed was all these podcasters, they're all big time introverts. Interesting. <laughs> they like talking behind a mic. Yeah. They all like talking behind a microphone. <laughs> But it, what it means is I, what I was good at and what I made all my money at, I don't want to do anymore. And, and so, okay, then what the hell do I do? Because a lot of my self-identity comes from what I do. Right. For and sure. I like helping and I like helping people. 
Uh, that's why I got into training and development and all that stuff. So this is just an, this is just a natural evolution of what I've always done, but I can control, but I can control it now. I can decide how hard I work. Or as I commonly joke, I work for a real jerk now. (laughs) Me. My boss is a colossal (laughs) jerk. I love it. (laughs) Yes. So, what I wanted to be sure that 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 we talked about was for those people who are listening that maybe aren't in the situation that we're talking about, but they have loved ones that are. Maybe it's a spouse, or maybe it's it's a son or a daughter, and they say, "Hey, you know what? My my dad or my mom is in this situation, and they seem like they're kind of stuck." What would your advice be? How how can I get the ball rolling on helping them? Well, the first thing is. I always claim that everything we do comes through a relationship is getting out and just start talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm a guy. I don't like asking for help, but sure. it also, it, you know, I don't like asking for directions, <laughs> but it's, it's getting out and talking to people, admitting that you have a problem um, and, and start going. Um, I have an acronym that I believe not, I stole it's called asking for air and air stands for advice, insights, and recommendations. Oh, nice. When you ask for advice, hardly anybody turns you down. It's a compliment. And then you ask for the insights. And then lastly, you say, what's, what, what do you recommend I do? Um, what, what are my next steps? And what you're going to find is when I graduated from college in the 1970s, if you couldn't get a job, you were a screw up, <laughs> right? Um, over the last 15 years, everybody has experienced unemployment. Everyone, whether it's themselves, a spouse, a child, a parent, we all understand that now. And you'll be surprised how many times people are willing to help you. So the first step is to get out of inside your own head and start talking to people. I think that is a really powerful thing. I love asking for air, advice, insight, and recommendation. That's that's a powerful thing. Well, when you ask for advice, it's a compliment. For sure. And, and, And most people are willing to say, what do you think I ought to do? Here's my situation. What advice do you have for me? Right. Yeah. It's a great conversation starter. Yes, for sure. And and yes, it makes you vulnerable. And yeah, I don't I don't like being vulnerable. <laughs> but sometimes you have to suck it up and just do it. Uh, no doubt about it. And that's oftentimes when people will really respond positive positively to you because it humanizes you and we've all been there. I mean, we all yep. all all suffer from these things. So, well, Mark, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Your next whatever is going to come through a relationship. Now, it can be one of three kinds of relationship, an existing relationship, a new relationship that you will form, or more than likely it will come from what we refer to as a weak tie. Now, weak ties, if it came out of the concept, came out of uh, Stanford back in the 70s. It's those people who know you, don't know you really well, maybe knew you in the past, 
Maybe you worked with them 15 years ago. They're more valuable to you than people who know you really well. And the reason why is the people who know you really well know the same people you do. But a weak tie, and I'll, I'll give you a couple examples. When I went off to teach high school math, my most valuable connector was my chiropractor. Hmm. She knew who I was, and she knew a lot of people I didn't know. Right. Uh, one of the most valuable, if you have children, is your f- children's friends' parents. They may have absolutely no connection with you career-wise or job-wise, but you have a connection to them. They know all kinds of people you don't know. Right. So the reality is everything will come through a relationship. Well, that is great stuff. That definitely gets Come on. Come on. And Mark, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you, and where can they find this group? Sure. You can find me at careerpivot.com. You can email me at Mark, it's M-A-R-C, my mama knew how to spell, at careerpivot.com. And if you want to learn about my community, you go to careerpivot.com slash community, and that will take you to a sales page. I put you on my waiting list. And what I do is about every other month, I open it up and I interview everybody who comes in and I bring everybody in in cohorts. Because it's all community. I love it. Savage Nation, and, if you... Oh, and I, go ahead. And you can find the Repurpose Your Career podcast either on my website at careerpivot.com slash podcast or just go to iTunes or any of your favorite pod players because <laughs> it's everywhere. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Mark your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also also appreciates good ideas. Go to careerpivot.com, check out the community, and listen to the Repurpose Podcast or Repurpose Your Career Podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Thank you again, Mark. You're welcome. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step-by-step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there you can just go to the website i'll also list that in the notes of the show what's up savage nation please support the show by subscribing leave us a review and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it come on